Hello, and welcome back to Devos with D. I'm Pastor D, and I'm from the Heights Church. And I'm glad that you joined me tonight because we have a really good study that we're going to get into. Of course, we've already been in a couple of studies about how to cope. And tonight, we're going to talk about how to cope with loss. And this is a big thing in all of our lives because all of us will experience loss. I remember when I was in my 20s, I experienced um, a big loss. I had a Volkswagen Carmen Ghee, and this is a car, sort of like a little sports car. And I had just paid my last payment on the car. And I was going to visit my mom, and I was at a railroad crossing. Everybody was stopped. There was two lanes of traffic on my side of the street. And suddenly, someone, not paying attention, crashed right into the back of my car and totaled my car. So that was a big loss. Here I was getting ready to be free of a car note, and now I had to go out and buy a new car. But let's get into tonight's lesson, because I want to share some really good tips on how we can cope or deal with loss. Now first, I just want to share just an overview of loss and what it means, and again, what some key facts are about loss. The first one is, every loss is a form of death. Ooh, what do I mean by that? What once existed is gone. It could be a thing, it could be an idea, it could be a person. The second thing is, we have to confront the never. Ooh, what does never mean? It can't be changed. It means it's never going to occur again, just like wasted youth. We were once young, and we don't go backwards. We go forwards and continue to grow older. Or it could be you're bald. You once had hair, and now you don't have hair. That can happen to a person. Also, the third thing is grief is a natural human response to loss. Think about that. Grief is normal human response to loss. So what is loss? Webster says it's destruction or ruin. Or we can think about what the free dictionary says. It says it's the harm or suffering caused by losing or being lost. And that stopped me. What did it mean by or being lost? It means you're losing something or you're losing at something. Then the Cambridge English Dictionary, I think, really sums it up. It's the fact that you no longer have something or have less of something. There are a lot of different types of loss. And I want to look at that because you might be thinking of one loss, but you know another kind of loss can occur in your life. Let's look at some of those. It can be divorce. It can be desertion. I've heard of people saying that their husband went out to the get something at the grocery store and never returned. Or it could be a relationship breakup. It could be declining health. We could have loss of our body image. We could get fired from our job. Of course, in this particular day and age, we can get laid off from our jobs. And so now we're financially unstable. We can have a loss of mobility because we can break our bones or we can have an amputation or maybe there's just an increase in weight and pressure on our bones that decreases our ability to move. Then there could be death. 
We could lose a friend. We could lose family members. And we can even lose them prematurely. I had a dear friend and sister in the Lord. She was 47 years old and she passed away suddenly. On a Sunday morning, I get a call that she was dead. So things can occur suddenly and we can have a death of friends or family. You can have a decrease in your mental capacity, which sometimes happens with aging, or you could have a brain injury or brain tumors. There can be a repossession of your home or of your car or of your even of your business. And then this is one that I think that many of us have experienced. Maybe we had shattered hopes and shattered dreams, or we've had a bunch of broken promises. I want to share with you what Dr. Colin Murray Parks said, and he's a consultant psychiatrist, and he said this in the British Medical Journal. After a major loss, up to a third of the people most directly affected will suffer detrimental effects in their physical or mental health or both. It can increase the risk of death, and it can increase it that risk in heart disease and suicide, as well as causing or contributing to a variety of psychosomatic or psychiatric disorders. But it doesn't have to be that way. Losses can foster maturity and personal growth. Losses are not necessarily harmful. So I don't want you to look at it like, oh, when we lose, we're just going to go down the tubes. No, that's not what I'm trying to say at all. Let's look a little deeper. How can loss affect a person? How does it affect you? And here are just a few of things that you may see how it affects you. It may arouse anger or resentment. And when we get angry or we are feeling resentful, it's a protest against what has happened. It's a reaction to our frustration. Or it could be guilt and shame that we're experiencing. That we could have done something different or we could have said something different. Or we could have said something to help that situation, to make it better or to prevent something. The third thing is it could induce fear and anxiety. Because we fear we are feeling helpless or then we start to feel absolutely hopeless. The fourth thing is we can start to feel lonely or feel experience loneliness and self-pity because we feel this has not happened to anybody else but us. We don't see any way out, but there's always a way of escape because God can do that for his people. Remember that I mentioned that grief is a natural human response to loss. So what are some of the symptoms, the physical symptoms when we are grieving? Because I just want you to know them. It could be fatigue. It could be insomnia. It could be nausea or a lowered immunity. It could be weight loss or weight gain. It could be aches and pains or it can be insomnia. Those are just a few of the physical symptoms that occur. But you have to know that these physical symptoms can also be indicators that something else is going on in your human body. Let's go to the word of God because the word of God will speak to us about our loss and will speak to us and encourage us and show us 
that, you know what? God considers us when these things are going on in our lives. Let's first of all go to Matthew 5, 4. And I'll be reading all these scriptures in the NIV. Matthew 5, 4. And this is Jesus on the, on the mount. He, this is what they call the Sermon on the Mount. And this specifically is called the Beatitudes. He said there, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. So even when we're experiencing loss, God will bring comfort to us. He will get us through this. He will uphold us. Let's look at Psalm 34, 17 through 19. And David said this after he was able to escape from the Philistines. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Isn't that good? And he saves those who are crushed in spirit. So when we're downhearted, when we're crushed, we're feeling like we'll never get out. God is with us. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. He will deliver us. It may be tough in the meantime, but God will see us through. The next scripture is from 2 Corinthians 1, verses 3 through 5. And this is Paul speaking to the church at Corinth. He says there, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. We are in Christ. Our life is hid with Christ in God. So yes, we may experience suffering. We may be grieving over a loss, but God will bring comfort. It will abound through Christ. Then in Revelations 21.4, which is one of my favorite scriptures, John the Revelator there is saying that one day this is what will occur. That he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Someday that's going to be, we don't have to experience mourning or crying or pain, any of that stuff anymore. And I look forward to that day, but we're in this day and we have to know that God will see us through, that God is with us and God is for us. And God gives us his word so that we will know that he said he is there and he will deliver. He will bring us out. I was thinking as I was studying this lesson about someone who experienced loss in the Bible. And that was Joseph. Joseph was the 11th son of Jacob or his name was changed to Israel. He was also the first son of Jacob and Rachel. And you can read about this in Genesis 37 through 50. So Genesis chapters 37 through 50 talks a lot about Joseph's life. And in there, you'll find out that he lost his freedom. He lost his family. He lost his home country. He lost his status and he lost his income. 
Yet, in the final analysis, Joseph said this, and I'm using my own words here. He said, what happened was meant for evil. It was definitely meant for evil. But God turned it around for good. Don't you just want to shout to the heaven? Because God will turn it around. Glory be to his name. So how do we handle loss? Let's get down to the to business here. Let's get down to the final thing that's really important. We need to know how we can deal with loss. I'm going to share with you six things. The first thing is we have to acknowledge how we're feeling. We can't discount how we're feeling. Grieving loss can trigger unexpected emotions. So we have to acknowledge them when they occur. Then we need to pray. We need to seek God's face and we need to get into the word. I mean, we need to deep dive in there. Sometimes I'm just in there because I need every bit of that nourishment from scripture. I need all that comfort. I need all that strength. Then the third thing is, we need to find an outlet for our pain. We need to seek support from Christian friends and, and family. We need to avoid doing something harmful to ourselves or to others. Because when your emotions are churned up, we're off kilter. And we need to not make decisions to do anything when we, our feelings are all a jumble. The fourth thing is, we can read articles or books on the topic of loss that will help us. The fifth thing is we need to remember to care for our physical health. You know, all these things are going on mentally. We're experiencing these emotions, but we need to take care of our physical body also. And then the final thing, we need to seek Bible-based professional help if needed. Yeah, sometimes we have to go a step further and seek professional help. Well, I'm going to share with you my final thoughts. Again, this is a topic. It is hard. It's painful. But we've got to deal with loss. We can't run away from it. It happens in our lives. We're in a broken, we're in a corrupt, we're in a world of disrepair. And we have to learn how to walk out our lives in that kind of world. So things are going to happen. My final thoughts again, and these are what they are. How you respond to the loss is going to be unique to you. How somebody else responded may not be the way you respond. Second thing is, don't be ashamed of how you feel. That's the way you're feeling. The third thing is, even though we're feeling however, whatever we're feeling, keep moving forward. We've got to confront the loss. Don't get stuck in a cycle of pain. Take the necessary steps for recovery. If you want to get out of it, there's some actions you have to take. Don't wallow in what's going on. Yes, you had a loss. Yes, it was hurtful. Yes, maybe it didn't even need to occur. But you know what? In order for you to keep moving on through life, you've got to take some action. And I encourage you to do so. The fourth thing is avoid insensitive 
or know-it-all people. You know those people when you're taking your troubles to them and you're telling them about what's going on in your heart and you're feeling so downhearted and they go on and start monopolizing the conversation, telling you about what happened to them and they don't realize that now they put the focus on themselves and they've taken it off of you. Don't go to someone like that. Don't go to someone that's always got a solution. Sometimes you just need somebody to listen. And I hope you have those kind of people that will sit and listen and not always offer a solution. Because sometimes, you know what? You need to go to God. And, and I would say most of the time, you need to go to God and get the solution from him, not from another person. Yes, we want advice. And yes, we want godly advice. But the most crucial advice is from God, our Father. The Holy Spirit will help us get that kind of counsel. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. We want godly counsel, and we want that counsel from God first, and then we can go and get that advice. Because in a multitude of counselors, there's safety. So avoid insensitive folks and know-it-all folks. And the last thing I want to share is you will heal in time. You will heal. You will get better. You will get through. You'll be able to look back on this and see some growth in this. No, nobody wants to lose. Nobody wants to experience loss. That would be crazy. But you will get through it. I just encourage you to stay with God. He is the chief source. He's the primary source. He will always be there for us, even when others aren't there. So I want to just encourage you today. You may be experiencing loss right now, or you may have just experienced loss, or maybe loss is just ahead. I want to tell you, you can get through it. God is there for you. Let's pray. Father, I just give you praise and thanks for what you're doing through this study. Lord, I just give you all the honor and the glory because, Lord, we need you in our lives. We couldn't make it through all of the things that have occurred or might occur without you. You are our foundation. We so need you. I just... Lord, ask for healing for those who are experiencing loss right now. Lord, I just ask that you lift up their bowed down heads. Show them the way through. It may be cloudy right now, but Lord, I know that you will bring clarity to the picture. Lord, I just thank you for your Holy Spirit that will speak to them and guide them. And Lord, we give you all the honor and glory for just dealing with all the loss that may occur in our lives. Lord, we, we just thank you that you are the answer. You are the best answer. And we just give you the honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you join me next week for the next session of How to Cope because I'm telling you, these five sessions are going to make a difference in your life. God bless you. See you next week.